Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. For Jim Smalley, I'm Drew Posty. Coming up, Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart discusses key elements of the new Agriculture Policy Framework Agreement. AgriNews is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results. Online at mcdougallauction.com. Federal and provincial agriculture ministers have agreed on key elements of a new agricultural policy framework to go into effect April 1st, 2018. This is following two days of meetings in St. John's, Newfoundland last week. The new five-year framework will be called the Canadian Agricultural Partnership and will replace the current Growing Forward 2, developed under the former Conservative government. There are six priority areas, including business risk management, funding for programs such as crop insurance and Western livestock price insurance will remain unchanged. As for agri-stability, two changes are being made. In an effort to increase enrollment in agri-stability, the federal government will give provinces an option to trigger late participation. Producers in participating provinces would be able to enter the program even if they did not sign up by the deadline with the payments reduced by 20%. However, Saskatchewan will not be taking that option, but it signed the agreement in order to continue with uninterrupted funding for the other federal provincial agricultural programs. With a more detailed explanation about Saskatchewan's decision, here's Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart. We've been uh, telling our producers for several years now that we expect them to be proactive uh, with their business risk management and, and, and uh, you know, enroll in all of the programs that they may need in the worst-case scenario to get them through the current year and or the coming year. And uh, for the most part, our producers have been responding to that, and they are much more proactive than they used to be. We think this is a major step in the wrong direction, but the federal government has given us as provinces the option to trigger this or not. And I want to tell Saskatchewan producers today that we will not be triggering late participation in Saskatchewan. And so it's business as usual for them. They'll sign up by the by the final enrollment date, as always, and uh, this uh, won't affect them, except they'll be hearing about it uh, in other parts of the country. Uh, some provinces um, may... Uh, choose to allow this. A lot of provinces are like us and are saying that they're not going to likely do it. Around 53% of Saskatchewan farmers are enrolled in agri-stability. Enrollment has been dropping in recent years as farmers said the program was not predictable. In an interview with Saskatoon reporter Neil Billinger, Stewart admits farmers in drought areas who are not enrolled in agri-stability would want to take advantage of late participation. There's a possibility of that, yeah which is an uncomfortable spot for us to be in, but we're going to uh, uh, stand our ground here. Uh, we've always encouraged our producers to be proactive, and uh, and uh, we still do. Do you foresee that being difficult, making that point uh, for, for somebody who's had you know a major crop loss that said, well, agri-stability wasn't a very good program, and that's why I didn't get in it, but n- now I need it, and the federal government is willing to you know let me back in, you know, albeit with a penalty? Yeah, well, yeah, that could be a thing. There's no doubt about it, but uh, we're not going to allow it. And uh, nobody that, uh, you know, people that didn't enroll were not expecting it. Uh, uh, They knew they weren't in. So, uh, you know, that's a choice. Um, Agriculture, farming's a business. And you make choices and uh, you live with them. And uh, we expect our producers to make the choice to be proactive. 
There's one other change to anger stability that will benefit Saskatchewan participants. It addresses the negative consequences of reference margin limits. The RML would be limited so that anger stability is fairer to producers with lower input costs. There's an improvement to uh, agri stability uh, with regard to the reference margin limits, which basically means that uh, all producers will be guaranteed at least uh, 70% of their reference margin, which will be a great advantage for uh, those lower cost producers uh, in all sectors. For example, the one that comes to mind is uh, cow-calf producers that put up their own feed rather than buying the feed which reduces their operating costs and has made them ineligible or unable to trigger the program. And in past years, it would be much easier for them to trigger it now. In order to keep these changes cost neutral, a change has been made to Agri-Invest, capping payments at $10,000 per producer. The federal and provincial governments will review the business risk management programs over the course of the agreement, starting with Agri-Stability this year. Our officials will be looking at potential ways that we can make minor tweaks to the programs too, but as uh, officials will across the country and ministers, but there still won't be any additional funding. So we all have to remember that if we if we insist on making uh, improvements to one program, it will come at the expense of others. And so I don't expect much change to come from this. We may find some minor tweaks that we can do for a relatively low cost that'll be somewhat helpful, but producers shouldn't get their hopes too high. All levels of government will work together to ensure a seamless transition when the new agriculture policy framework is implemented on April 1st, 2018. This portion of Saskatchewan agriculture today is brought to you by Dagelman Industries. Look to Dagelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Markison New Holland east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit markison.com. Capricorn Bay from Wascata, Manitoba was one of the exhibitors this past week at Ag in Motion. The first thing you noticed at their exhibit is probably the largest tractor you've ever seen. Frank Prince told reporter Rod McDonald about Big Bud. We bought this Big Bud back from England from an antique auction. Uh, brought it over here. The tires were brand new, but they were tiny. And it was really just used for parades. So we put on two hydraulic pumps, giving it about 130 gallons of uh, flow and put uh, plumbed in hydraulics on it and put new tires on it and basically now it's a 650 horse tractor which has all the features of a brand new tractor for um, a little less cost but the biggest thing is it's simple so when it breaks down you can fix it and uh, the frame is built all the way to the tractor is built in the frame there's no it weighs over 70,000 pounds all that weight is in the frame there's no weights hung on there to get you up to that weight so yeah, it's worked very, very well for us for the four years we've had it. And you know, it's a lot of horsepower and a lot of torque. And it seems to, you know, pull as good or if not better than what's currently offered on the market. Are farmers uh, that are visiting here at Aiken Motion kind of curious about Big Bud? Uh, a lot of farmers, you know, already know about Big Bud. But there's a lot of guys, you know, there's a lot of people who are drawn to it to take a picture of it. Um, they all know about it, but you know it's they're very rare to you know see. Um, this one's in very good condition because it was restored in England uh, before we got it back over here, and you know there's a nostalgia to Big Bud, and it's you know it's a tractor that was 20 years before its time, and now technology's we'll say finally catching up to what you know what they had 20 years ago. So yeah, it is 
you know, young or young or old, it definitely attracts people into the stand. That's for sure. While Big Bud draws in the crowd, it's what's behind the tractor that Capricorn Bay hopes to sell. It's a planter that Prince says can be can be used rather across the whole crop spectrum. To start with, the planter is used for corn and soybeans, and it's been moving into canola. And now with the ability to go down to 10-inch spacing, we can now do every crop. Wheat, canola, barley, oats, flax, hemp, lentils, chickpeas, almost you name it. And we can now seed it with the discs we have. So how does the planter stack up against an air seeder? I would say we can compete with them, if not do a little bit better than what they are right now. Uh, the, main, the big shift to planters uh, for planting canola was to save on seed, which you know guys are seeing you know they're seeding that two and a half somewhere between two and three pounds depending on their seed size and depending on obviously what their other practices were there's you know between a pound or two pounds of savings there so it, you're saving 20 bucks an acre so it basically will pay for itself you know over time and i guess the biggest pushback before used to be well you can save 20 bucks an acre but now i gotta do two pass fertilizer well now we can do everything in one pass with this machine you know, there's no more, we've checked that box. You've got the capacity to do large acres. This is, well, they've always had 60 foot, but this is 60 feet, and we are trying to do an 80 foot um, on 15 inch spacings. So it content, you know, fills the need for what farmers are looking for right now. That was Frank Prince. His company is called Capricorn Bay. They're lo located in Wascata, Manitoba, south of Verdon. The market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornsson of Holly's Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornsson, Holly's Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. And by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Selby, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Prices were mostly unchanged in early trading this morning. Durham unchanged at 292.78, feed barley unchanged at 145.03, canola was down $6.10 to 467.20, flax unchanged at 414.25, oats down 8.56 to 161.47, yellow peas unchanged at $287, feed wheat also unchanged at 141.99, number one red spring wheat down 17.42 to 265.12. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia at 642-5358 or Weyburn at 842-4574. Johnny Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yard. 750 cattle in our regular sale last Tuesday. Uh, the kale cow market is lower. The very best and bringing 105-107. We're averaging 97 on every cow in the sale. The bulls top at 130. They average 117. That again is lower from where they have been. Did see a pretty good run of yearlings. Here's 24. Hereford heifers at 731, $1.84. 46 mixed heifers, 683, $1.92.75. 54 yearling steers, 633 at 2.10 and a quarter. On the DLMS internet network on Thursday, eight and a quarter weight fancy steers at $2 even. Per pound. Uh, cow calf pairs, we had some pretty decent pairs in the sale on Tuesday. They bring 23 to 2,500. That's the way it is in cattle country. Heartland Swift Current. And now here's the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. This is the Hams Market Commentary for Monday, July 24th. Hams sold 6,800 hogs Friday, selling a range of $195 to $205 per CKG. 
Today's sales are expected to be around 5,200 heads, selling in a range of $192 to $202 per CKG. Hog prices for the week ending July 21st are SIG 3 198.66, SIG 4 206.29, SIG 5 202.47, Cash 200.97, Brick 205, Thunder Creek 208.56, and High Life 204.2 dollars per CKG. Number one sows delivered to Winnipeg last week are selling in the range of 128.97 to 145.50 per CKG live weight. Ham's market cash hog price today is down, and forward contract prices also opened down this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar was up 2,300 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2549. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 79.93 cents U.S. Most U.S. cash market regions finished the week lower by about $3 per hundred weight, or about 3.5%. The consistently lower trend over the week suggests a change from the stable trend, as packers take a more defensive approach in their hog procurement. USDA's monthly cold storage report, which will be released this afternoon, will provide some insight on pork movement, with most market followers expecting a 50 million pound reduction in inventory. The official 620 CKRM farm weather forecast is brought to you by Raymore Yorkton and Watrous New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch eaves trough, specializing in 6-inch eaves troughs from four farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieeavestrough.ca. Sunshine today, winds out of the northwest at 40 kilometers an hour, gusting up to 60, expecting to reach a high of 27. Clear skies tonight, winds from the northwest at 40 kilometers an hour, again gusting to 60, down to a low of 12 degrees. Sunshine tomorrow, winds from the west at 20 kilometers an hour, gusting to 40, a high of 27 and a low of 12. Wednesday, sunshine, a high of 28, a low of 14. Sunny on Thursday, 32 for a high, 16 for a low. Friday, more sunshine, still hot with a high of 31. The normal daytime high this time of year is around 26, the normal overnight low 11 degrees. The sun rose at 5.15 this morning. It should set around 8.55 this evening. Around the province, Estevan is 28, Prince Albert and Saskatoon are sitting at 20. It's 19 in Swift Current. Weyburn is 26, Yorkton it's 27. Right now in Moose Jaw, sunshine. The wind is from the northwest at 30 kilometers an hour, gusting to 46, and it's 24. Here in Regina, mainly sunny skies with a few clouds. The wind's from the northwest at 27 kilometers an hour, also gusting to 46, and it's 23. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Once again, for Jim Smalley, I'm Drew Posty.